You are listening to Freedom Wranglers and I am Chanda. I'm so excited about this portion of what's happening. We can't wait to jump right in. So here we go. Why don't you saddle up, sit back and get ready to help us wrangle some freedom. Well, hey, Jamie, it's not been long since we talked. I mean, we were just (laughs) chitty chatting on Tiki Talk. (laughs) We were just on Tiki Talk Live. Tiki Talk. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That was interesting. So that was our first live. That was kind of wild. I was nervous. Mm -hmm. Were you nervous? You know, I I didn't know what to expect. I think because that was our first time and I didn't know that you could do kind of mesh two people together on there. So I was getting confused with the background and how to, you know, connect. And there was all these things that popped up and I wasn't familiar with a lot of the things that were popping up. And I was like, okay, I, let's just focus on what we're talking about. <laughs> let's I let's focus. Like I literally felt like I was a TikTok virgin. Like, and I've been on TikTok for two years now, but yeah. when I first did my very first TikTok, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. These people don't know me. Are they going to receive me? That's how I felt about this live. Yeah. Like, oh, how's mm-hmm. this? Are we going to get haters? We didn't get any comments. So I don't know. If I know. I was like, I wanted some interaction. I was like, man, I want to see some people, but I think it's a time of day. I really do. I think everybody's watching the Johnny Depp trial right now because that's the only thing happening. Yeah. 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 There's that whole thing. And then like, it's also like a Friday and it's lunchtime and I'm like, well, so I think too, if we give people more notice, so that'll be something guys, if you listen, that we will probably be doing some lives. We'll put some like, uh, FYI's out there. Give you a heads up. Heads up. We'll do that next time. Um, But it was good. You know, for our first time, we had a few people that just kind of hung about and listened and, um, that kind of thing. We just shared a little bit about us, but you know, I, I was nervous, you know, I get worried about the trolls. I'm not going to lie. Yes. So we don't have a spirit of fear and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's like, Oh Lord, what is somebody going to say to us? And then do we reply? but it was okay. Yeah. We, we muscled through and, um, I'm sure next time we'll be better, but so you said the Johnny Jep trial. Oh my Lanta. It's just getting crazy. The whole muffin man thing. Did you see that one? No, did you I, see that that. Muffin man? I mean, I did hear that his like security guard compared him and his drinking to Jack Sparrow, but <laughs> Yeah, the whole love. Okay, I love to just give you a little update because I I, I see all of it on TikTok. Okay, so of course I'm on TikTok making my content, and then I'll scroll, and then there's stuff about keeping me updated on the the Johnny Depp trial. Yeah. And I saw this funny thing called um they had like this background with uh something that Shrek did the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin. Man. I don't know if you've ever seen Shrek. I have seen Shrek. I've never seen that part. I've seen like, you know, oh, do you know the Muffin Man pieces? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you know the Muffin Man? So basically what happened, let me just give you a little, an update of what it was. So, um, the psychologist was, um, seeing Amber Heard Mm -hmm. and this was a witness for Johnny Depp, which Mm -hmm. is very interesting how they called this psychologist that was to be the witness for Johnny Depp. So what happened was, is her husband, she made it very clear, the psychologist that she um, was, you know, they don't too often get celebrity uh, clients. So this was a big time celebrity and she didn't have time to go. She normally gets like, you know, some muffins or pastries, you know, for specialty people that come to her office. And so she sent her husband made an initiative that he'll go ahead and get the muffins <clears throat> for them for the for the meeting i'm sorry and- you're going to see a psychologist <laughs> you're not going to have coffee and a muffin yeah i know and it's like it's interesting because i used to work like right out of high school i worked at a place called Henniger media services and they did a bunch of voiceover talents that would come in and they would do uh, a lot of political spots and Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel is in Bethesda, Maryland. So these people, talent, they call it talent, that would come in and do their stuff. Well, we would give them free passes to go next door to, I was at the reception area. We would give these people free passes to go get a specialty coffee 
Right. Yeah. Like, you, you know, so I understand what she's saying. Like, you know, you're, you're trying to, um, make them feel like they're some kind of king trial? or queen. I know. What does it have to do with? So what does it have to do with the trial? Well, they made it about like, what, why would your husband want to give muffins to Amber Heard? like they were making like accusing her that is so stupid yeah like and they were making it making this whole muffin thing a big deal like like muffins got nothing yeah it was bad so they think they were laced with something like special muffins like come on now like special brownies that people get that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard yeah and so the witness the the psychologist she was mainly there to um talk about that Amber Heard doesn't have post-traumatic stress. She doesn't have post-traumatic hear that. Yeah, yeah. And I heard that a police officer said that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the whole thing is nuts. I'm, if somebody asks me, who do I think is going to win? Johnny is going to win. I'm just going to be honest. I think that she, I believe I, I did read earlier that she has admitted that she's lied and that, you know, she's made stuff up. So I believe that that's come forth. I mean, she's about to lose. I think her whole team of attorneys know this already. It's going yep. down. Um, I feel sorry for the guy. I mean, she went to the bathroom on his pillow. That's really demonic and nasty. Like who does yeah, that? It, it, it's pretty crazy. And I, I have to admit, I mean, for me personally, it's funny because I went through an old yearbook. I showed you the yearbook. <laughs> And this was in middle school. Everybody knew that I had a crush on Johnny Depp, 21 Jump Street. Okay. I had the biggest crush on him. <laughs> it was just the hair. That's yeah, all it was. It was I hair. don't know what it was about him. I don't know if it was his look, his skin. I don't know. He just was just gorgeous when he was young. I mean, personally, when he was younger. But, you know, he the guy was like in my yearbook, he said, I think I'm better looking than him. I, I think he looks like Bob Hope compared to me. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like, yeah, like kids today wouldn't even know who Bob Hope was. Yeah, they wouldn't have been like, it's like, oh my gosh, he's totally telling my age. But uh, I just think it's interesting that here we are yeah. watching th- his whole life unfold before yeah. our very eyes. We're finding out things that we probably never would have found out about him if this yeah. situation didn't yeah. occur. And I've watched pieces of it. And, you know, I mean, I, the, the thing that really came to my mind as I was talking to John about it, cause he's just like, Chanda, what, why are you even? And I was like, I said, it's just curiosity. I said, to be honest, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, my heart goes out to both of them for one reason and one reason only their marriage has failed. Cause they don't know Jesus period end of story they don't have christ in their lives so when you are living in this relationship that is just based off of worldly needs it's gonna fail yeah and you know if i i thought to myself man what if what if johnny Depp got saved what if he knew what christ could do for him you know would he be able to have a, a normal, happy, healthy relationship? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm not saying he's innocent in all the things, but what I am saying is that she's a little cuckoo. Um, yeah. so, I mean, and, and you and I talked the other day about just like when you're immature and you're in a relationship, especially early on in your marriage, you have a tendency to act out as a female, because it gets you attention. And I know that you and I both have openly said, Hey, I was guilty of that, but God Mm -hmm. grew me. God changed me. He showed me the error of my ways. But when I listened to these audio recordings, I cringed with Johnny because I thought, my goodness, she acts like she's having a psychotic break multiple times in these, you know, Mm -hmm. things from, just the, the tears of he's trying to be rational and be like, listen, we just, we've talked about this. I need, we need space. Let me go away for a few hours and I'll be back. And instead she whines and she cries and she freaks out. Don't leave me. Why would you leave me? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, clingy much. She's like mm-hmm. a Klingon, you know, she should be in star Trek, but <laughs> it's just, I just look at it and it's, it's honestly sad. I also think it's a huge distraction from other things that are probably taking place right now that we need to be keeping our eyes on in, Mm -hmm. in the world and in our country. But I mean, 
they're just depraved. You know, these Hollywood stars are depraved in their minds. And like you said, they're lacking Christ. I mean, it, he's able, even, I'm not saying whose side I'm on with Johnny and Heard, but I will say that it was so nonchalantly for him for it to roll off his tongue that, oh yeah, I, I did cocaine. Oh yeah, I did. I do drink a lot. I, oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I have prescription pills, Xanax, Clon- and um, he said Xanax and Adderall. Um, you know, yeah. You know, and if my friends needed them, then I would help them out. You know, it just nonchalantly like this is, this is, you know, that's every day. That's how it is like, in that's Hollywood. Normal. Like, that's, that's normal in Hollywood. That yeah. What we're hearing from him is normal normalcy in Hollywood because you look at people like Megan Fox right now. Oh, and you, you just hear how she nonchalantly will sit and talk about how uh, her and, in, you know, what is it, Machine Gun Kelly will just, he'll just slice, you know, he's a little bit more aggressive. Like he'll slice himself with a, a glass and just say, Kimmy here, drink from me, Megan, you know, kind of weird vamp, vampire, I can't even say it, vampire-ish type stuff where yeah. you're drinking the blood. And they, and she openly says that she, it's for a ritual. Yeah. I mean, this is like stuff that's normal. This is a normal type thing that Hollywood people uh, tend to go by. And it shows a depravity um, yeah. and how open uh, to talk about it out in the open now, it's not yeah. in the closet. It's no. not in the closet anymore. Everybody's allowed to hear it. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, if it was, um, you know, Mr. And Mrs. Robinson down the street that were going through this, nobody would care, but because it's Johnny Depp and it's heard, they're like all up in it, you know, um, society, has now made the things that we deem as perverted acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, drinking blood. Hello, AIDS, hepatitis. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Like you could die you, from that. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, there's a re no, it's dirty. Excuse me. Yeah. I just slammed my phone down. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm getting so upset about it. I'm slamming things down. Yeah. Um, it's just a depravity every they just pervert everything and i I mean we've talked about this so many times before they just they do they pervert everything and it's just uh, it just makes me like oh you know and and then to take it you know something completely different that i was reading um there's a lawsuit that's going on right now from some parents towards a school because there was bullying that took place with his son with their son and he was 15 and he committed suicide because he was bullied about his vaccination status what like it's mind-blowing it's heartbreaking first of all this like little 15 year old because people were saying that his vaccine status was unvaxxed and they bullied him about it he killed himself that's what the parents are saying i don't know if that's the truth but if it is the truth my goodness dear jesus help us like leave people alone vaxxed unvaxxed who cares leave them alone yeah it's so sad because at that age you're so i mean i you know we were both that age at one time and it's you're so statement jamie because you can't get to where we're at without hitting 15 at some point (laughs) yeah i'm sorry yes and it's it's like it's crazy because at least we're here to to tell about yeah, the struggles that we went through, you know, and this 15 year old took his own life. And he had so much more to offer this yeah. world, you know, than, you know, a vaccine status of how people can cyber bully or just bully people in general. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's so sad that that people are heartless like that. They just come out and say, well, if you're not part of the group, then, you know, you're not well, I worthy think, of us. Yeah. And I think that it comes back to what we were discussing on our TikTok live, which was we grew up in a time where you could debate and still be friends. Now we grow up in a, in a time and an age where you can't have a different opinion from the person across the street without being called a racist. Yes. You can't believe in, um, you know, 
the, the choice of life when it comes to abortion without being called all kinds of names. I mean, everything they, they make everything racist, everything. Yep. Evidently mm-hmm. the state of Washington has now banned the, the term marijuana because that's a racist term. What? What? Like mind blowing, but going back to like, just even vaccine and stuff, I little story time for you. Um, I went to the doctor today, not feeling a hundred percent. Um, been battling just on and off little illnesses. I guess I was sicker than I thought last week and pushed myself mm-hmm. through, but anywho, I walk into the doctors and I'm just kind of like, Oh, nobody is wearing a mask around here. What is going on? And I had one on. And, um, when I got up to the window, I was like, do you need to wear masks in here anymore? And she was like, oh no. I was like, oh my God, that sucker came off, you know? Um, but my husband had left his insurance card there the last time that he was there and, um, hilarity, they, they find it and, um, he's, they give it to me, but they give me extra cards with it. And I'm like, what is this? So I'm standing here while she's like finishing checking me in. And I pull out these cards. So I look and the first one's his and I set it down and I'm like, okay. And I see something that says CDC vaccine behind it. My heart's racing. And I'm like, did he go get the vaccine and not tell me about it? Oh no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what's happened here? <laughs> well, that was put to rest very quickly because as I pulled the other cards, it was someone else's insurance card and it was somebody's vaccine card that the doctor's office handed me. And I was like, Oh my oh. gosh. You talk about HIPAA. Oh my right? God. And I turned and I was like, um, ma'am. And she was like, yeah, I said, those don't belong to me. Oh, they don't. And I'm like, did you bother to look at them before you handed them to me? Is that somebody's vaccine card you just handed me? Girl, I could have walked them out there with that and tried to beat Claire Brown. Yeah. I could have passed as a Claire Brown, I think. Mm-hmm. Then I could go on my cruises like I want to. Oh, well. What a king but you know anyways i just thought it was hilarious that like okay we're gonna do away with the vaccine we're getting loosey-goosey at the doctor and we're just gonna hand out free vaccine cards to anybody even as it's not their name do you know and the other thing was technically they probably should have checked to see if john was my spouse like legally before they handed me his card so there's a few question marks there but you know what you're gonna do it's yeah. we it's a little redneck around here so yeah <laughs> what you gonna do but anyway uh, i just thought that was crazy and then um elon oh, oh. elon musk he's such a mystery he's, he's a such a mystery he's a mystery man it's like you don't see him and you do see you don't see him and you do see him and um he um well, you know, he dated her. You were talking about her. Mm-hmm. So he dated her. Um, I don't know what to think. Do I think that free speech is wonderful? Absolutely. Come on. Yeah. We want free speech. The left are flipping out all over. Yeah. Talk. Oh you, my gosh, should have yeah. Used, you should have used the money to help with global warming. Yes. Yeah. They're freaking out about that. Yeah. And they're like wanting to get off of face uh, Twitter now. They're like, oh, we're just going to quit. Bye. I'm just going to. Yeah. Bye. See you later. Get mm-hmm. your Facebook if you like it. I don't know. I mean, I deactivated Facebook recently and I'm not sad about it. I'm just going to tell you right now. Although the hilarity is, is that I did get a phone call um, from somebody we went to high school with who was like, Hey, what's wrong? And I was like, Hey, nothing's wrong. What you talking about? And they're like, my mom called me because she couldn't find you on Facebook. And I was like, Oh dear Jesus. I, I said, I just deactivated like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, tell her to follow you on fate on TikTok. <laughs> I, told her, I said, your mom is that worried about me. She was yeah. like, well, she lives on that thing. I was like, Oh Lord, baby boomers. That's where they live. Yeah. Yeah, they just they need to get on TikTok and get off Facebook. No, we don't the- baby boomers on TikTok. <laughs> you don't want them on it. <laughs> I don't need no grandmas on TikTok. Look at them. Have you not seen the grandmas that try to do the TikTok and you're like, ooh, please no flip. I gotta scan on. <laughs> they just need to, I don't know. Maybe they just don't need to be on social media because bless their hearts, they believe it's all truth. So 
Well, that can be an issue. You know, I have to say when I first, <laughs> when I first well, I'm just saying when I first got on TikTok, when I was a TikTok virgin, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I would get on there and uh, I was like, okay, I need to do one of these cooking things. I need to show that I could cook because I can cook, you know, and and it got some views and everything because everybody wants to, you know, learn about what you, you know, good recipes. Everybody yeah. wants to know good recipes. It's it's interesting because that's actually what got me like in TikTok was finding new recipes. Oh, and, yeah. You know, crafty stuff. And I, I, it was just very intriguing for me. Um, I didn't really get on there to find news. But there's a lot of people that I noticed come on there thinking that they're going to get some some news uh-huh. that they hadn't heard somewhere else because I get more responses with stuff that they don't see on regular TV. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I get a lot more views when it's news that's not on Fox yeah. or CNN. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a trend here. So, and it's normally older people. It's the older well, people and I that think are- that, Yeah. And I think that that's the beauty though of, social media, whatever realm you're in on it is that I think Instagram tends to be the one I see it the most. Um, that's a little more accurate than TikTok, although TikTok does put a lot out, but IG, depending on who you follow, I do tend to see that you are going to get stories that the mainstream media aren't going to tell you. And I think that it's important because what, what has frustrated this administration the most is that we are getting truth elsewhere. However, you still have to check it out. We talked about that, you know, yeah. real raw news and things like that. You gotta be careful because that's disinformation that can really mess you up if you start propelling that. But I think that, you know, we have to, we have to weigh up the source. Where's it coming from? But I mean, I, my mother-in-law for a little while there, she was believing everything on Facebook and had to tell her it's not always truth. Right be careful. You know, people just put junk out there. Like I'm sure you've seen it where they're like, you know, so-and-so's dead. Denzel Washington's dead. And you're like, what? Denzel, I hated hated that one. And then you see him, you know, right there next to Will Smith uh, consoling him. And I'm like on the Oscars. Oh yeah. He's not dead. (laughs) And he's not a robot. He's alive. I mean, there's some people that think that Britney Spears is a robot. There are people that believe that our president is not our president. Um, not that I call him my president, but that Biden is not Biden and that he is wearing a mask and it's an actor. Yeah, there are people like, that like one of those masks that you stick under your neck and and I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh. Now guys. I know that they have doppelgangers, okay? We all know that. So th- there are celebrities, that there are politicians. They do have doppelgangers. They have people that look like them that might go in one direction to throw things off. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that we, that that's who's getting up and speaking. What, what do you, think, how do you say it? Doppel, doppel? Doppelganger. Basically you're double. Oh, doppelganger. Okay. Yes. Okay. (laughs) It reminds me of uh, Little Mermaid, you know, doppelganger when she. Oh, uh, the dingle, dingle hopper. Yeah. (laughs) The fort. Yes. The fort. Remember the dingle? dingle Is it called the dingle hopper? Dingle hopper. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was something like that. Something like that. But, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of hoaxes out there. I think there's a lot of misinformation and I think people have to be careful, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, it's crazy. But I mean, for me this week, there hasn't been a whole lot of stuff jumping out. I did make the statement. Isn't it interesting that things in Ukraine are a little quieter, not as forefront right? Russia. So I think that's interesting. Russia's still holding on to the ruble. They're still holding on to the ruble and using that and saying, hey, you guys aren't going to get the oil unless you pay us in ruble, rubles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're still being very uh, hardcore yeah. with the ruble. Yeah. And of course, they're going to pay it. They're going to pay the ruble. Oh, so because they need their, you know, they need their air. They need their, they need their oil. Well, they do. And I think that these are the things that, you know, it's all about money. We know that. And uh, that kind of takes me to um, 
you know, I've been reading in a devotion. I always share about my devotions because it's really where God speaks to me. You know, it's in my quiet time. And um, we're going to combine both segments today just for the sake of time. We're going to combine what's happening along with our main focus. Um, surprise, Jamie. Just mm -hmm. due to the nature of time because we did this live on TikTok. And um, but, you know, as I was reading, I was reading about the 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 talents and um when the master gives i'm just trying to get in there bear with me um when the master gives the money he where he loans the money basically mm -hmm. and he distributes the talents to the three servants mm -hmm. and um I, I find it so interesting because we all have gifts and talents that god has given us and what are we doing with them and I think that that's so important, you know, is this narrative about the servant's performance? I think that's one of the things we have to look at with this narrative, um, or is it about something else? And um, so when I get into it, it starts in Matthew 25 and talking about the servant. So he gave one, the very, the very first one, he gave five bags of gold to another two bags and to another one. Mm -hmm. And that was each according to his ability. Um, and then he went on his journey. So I think what's interesting about this is it's, you know, he's given five to the first one because he knows that this one is more than able. Mm -hmm. He's given two bags to this next one because he knows they're capable, but maybe not as much as the first one. Right. And then he gives one to the last one because maybe they're just not as capable as the other two, but he wants to trust them with something. God's given each of us gifts and talents to use for his glory, but what are we doing with them? So the first one invests it, right? Mm -hmm. The second one invests it. Yeah. The third one goes and buries it in the ground. Mm. And when the master comes back, the question is, what have you done with it? Well, the first one comes back and it's 10 bags of gold now. You know, so they doubled what they had. The second one did the exact same thing. And the third one is like, well, I buried it. And that third one gets scolded because they didn't do anything with what the master had given them. And mm -hmm. I think that that's so important for us to look at as Christians, because it's like, well, what has God given you as a talent? Mm -hmm. What has he given you and what are you doing with it? And I had to really kind of look at that and say, okay, God, what, have, what have you entrusted me with? Well, I know that I have been given, um, gifts and talents such as obvious things that, you know, I, music ministry, I have been in music ministry my whole life. And it's been something that is very evident, but then there are other things that he's given me such as teaching and, um, things like that, that, that I've been able Definitely. to grow into and identify, Oh, this is a gift, a gift of, um, being a perceiver, being able to read people and understand and God speak to me about that person, you know? Um, and so what am I doing with those gifts? And then there's moments in my life. Am I becoming more performance based and more worried about the outcome mm -hmm. of what I'm doing for God than actually the condition of my heart and what he thinks about it? And that was something I had to ask myself was like, am I more worried about the outcome and not, and it not being successful to the degree I think that the world would view it being successful? Or am I really just saying, God, it's all for you. And however it turns out, it turns, it's going to be good no matter what, because I'm doing it for you. And my heart is turned toward you. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered was that there are moments where I worry about how, about the outcome, about the performance, not performances in like singing, but as in when I did that event, did I do it well? And was it successful? If I did it with the right heart, then absolutely it's successful. Mm -hmm. But my level of success as we'll call myself servant number one is not going to be the same as servant number two. They may do the same thing. It might not be as good as what I do, might not be at the level that I would do it at, but it's still just as good because they invested their heart and their time in it. Yeah. And, and I think that we all have to grow in that way. So it really challenged me as what am I doing for Christ? How am I serving him? Um, and, and am I doing it 
to the best of my ability for Christ, but not beating myself up if it doesn't come up to this high expectation that I'm holding in my head that it has to be. It was my heart right in what mm-hmm. I'm bringing to him and my offering. Um, so that was kind of like the, where I was at, you know, and I think that everybody has to look at that and say, all right, he doesn't disregard our gifts, Mm-mm. whether it's a little bit or a lot. He right. just wants to know that we're using them. That's right. And if we don't use them, could he possibly take them away from us? Those gifts? Yeah. Well, I, I think that he will, uh, there'd be some disappointment. And I think that we're going to be accounted for what we do in our bodies mm-hmm. here on this earth, especially yeah. if we belong to him, we belong to him. We're his servants. Mm. And uh, w- what have we done if we're, we're truly, and that, that, that goes along with what I, what's been on my heart is, you know, how I'm a new creation in Christ, second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anybody is in Christ, the new creation has come and the old has gone. Mm. and the new is here and I pondered on that thought too about okay well here I am Lord I'm your servant I know that I'm not who I used and I was thinking about that praying about that today I was thinking about oh Lord look how far you brought me from my my depravity yeah um where I had thoughts about you know Hollywood and you know fame and all this you know, stuff that youngsters are interested in. But at the end of the day, that really wasn't, that was more self-absorbent and it wasn't in, you know, the healing that I really needed was knowing my identity in Christ, Mm -hmm. who I am in him. And I had to come to that point in my life and realizing who I was and that I am a new creation in Christ that old is gone and now I live for him. Now, where is the direction mm-hmm. he is pushing me to? And I think right now with that, it's it's waiting on him, but also doing the everyday things that we have to do to uphold our household, uh, which is our main ministry, our families. Mm-hmm. And then outside, if it if it if I do something outside of my ministry with my family, is it going to uh, mess up the ministry that I have for my son and for my husband? Mm -hmm. So I have to have that balance. So I know whatever God's will is for me is, is also going to marriage with my husband and my son too. It's like, we're a package deal. Yes. So, so that's where the Lord's been kind of showing me uh, on my, what am I going to do with my talents, for instance? Yeah. Yeah. But it's obviously going to be something where my husband and my son Mm -hmm. are included in that. Yes. Yes. Right now. And this time in my life right now, in this season. Mm -hmm. And they are, they become your, uh, ministry at home. And if we're not able to minister to our own family, then we have no business ministering elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes back to what's my best. Yes. Is, is for talking sake, freedom wranglers podcast going to take away from my family time. Mm-hmm. If it does, then it's a distraction and God wouldn't want that. Mm-mm. But if freedom wranglers is a part of my life, but doesn't take away from my ministry to my family, then absolutely it's something that you can do. And I think mm-hmm. that it's finding that best. Yes. As I refer to it, because when, when people ask you to do things, we have to pray about those things and not just jump at it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because they want me. How many yeah. times do we get flattered and say, they want me, they want me. Right. And, you just, and you accept that because you feel accepted. Yeah. You feel wanted and that drives your yes. But then what mm-hmm. happens when the requests become more and more frequent and the mm-hmm. demand becomes greater and greater for your time and you don't know how to say no. You don't right. know how to put a stop to it because then are you really using your gifts and talents for his glory or are you just doing it for the sake of doing it? Right. Right. And see that's the thing is like our priorities God gives us priorities and our priorities for me and you obviously is our families first. Like that is our ministry right now. That is our main focus is caring for them, making sure that they have things that they need 
to be successful. And outside of that, if, if it, if something like, I don't know, it could be good things. It could be like, like being a part of the church of like saying, Hey, we need you to do this leadership role over here to do this. But then it doesn't, it, it requires that you have to go away on the weekends and you're going to be away from your family pretty often. Sorry. No, I can't do that. <laughs> That's that goes against the ministry that I'm doing here at my home. And then they're like, Oh, well you're doing this for the Lord. Well, I'm doing this for the Lord. Yeah. It, you, people no. justify a busy schedule and sacrificing the things that God really called them to by saying, well, I'm doing it for the Lord. And that's where your best yes comes in because the best yes has to take into effect certain things. Well, number one, is it going to affect my family? Mm-hmm. Num- well, first and foremost, is it going to affect my relationship with God? If I take this on, mm-hmm. Is it going to affect my relationship with my family? Is it going to affect my finances? When you ask yourself those three questions, and if any of those is a, a yeah, it is, then the answer should be, no, I'm sorry. I can't commit to that at this current time. Yeah. And we have to find balance in our lives because serving is a wonderful thing. Using our gifts and talents for the Lord is an amazing thing and we're called to do it. But when we allow our gifts and our talents to rule and reign us, and we think that that is our relationship with God, then we have completely lost the plot and yeah. we're not on track with Jesus. And yeah. I had someone that used to work for me and I would always swing by and I would be like, Cody, how you doing today? He'd be like, right on track, Miss Chanda, right on track. And mm-hmm. I will tell you this, it is a phrase that has stuck with me because being right on track really applies to our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. It's, you know, are you right on track with Jesus? Are you right. right on track in your relationship with your family and Christ? Are you right on track with what he's called you to do in a balanced way? So many people become flattered, especially mamas who take care of their children at home. We become mm-hmm. flattered when someone else outside the house needs us mm-hmm. because right. we all of a sudden think we have a deeper and a bigger purpose. Yeah. Sometimes just the purpose of serving our family should be more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. And there are some people out there that Paul talks about that are gifted with not feeling the urge to get married. And those people can devote themselves. That's in first Corinthians seven. It talks about, you know, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, he's anxious about things for the Lord more. The, yeah. So, so there's a balance, but see if the Lord called you to be a married woman and to have children, that is your minute that is, that comes first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And, but if you're single, you take that opportunity to serve the Lord and you won't, you won't nearly have all the anxieties and all the issues. You'd be a lot more free to, yeah. to do the Lord's work. So exactly. I don't necessarily think that people should remarry. After they get single, you know, because you know, not everybody is not everybody's called to marriage. That's true. And, you know, looking at the other side of the coin on all of this is that we're talking about the, the, those that go excessive on their serving. What about those that are too scared to serve? What about Mm -hmm. those that have anxiety that, that what they have or what God's given them, isn't enough? Well, I'm here to tell you that you're more than enough. And if he's given you a gift and a talent, He's not going to call you to music ministry if you can't sing. He's not going to call you to preach if you're not given that gifting and that talent. He's not going to put you up there in front of a group of people. Now, that might happen down the road as he strengthens you and gives you the eloquence because he did it with Moses. But at the end of the day, God is a gentleman and he's going to guide you and teach you some people, excuse my dog, some people... (laughs) Probably an Amazon delivery because we're addicts. Um, Some people, their gifting is to just be in the nursery with the babies and to love on those babies every Sunday. That is just some people's gifting. Other people, their gifting is the gift of preparing food. It's a gift of hospitality. And they're so good at it. And they bake and they can cook meals. And they love to take meals to new mommies, to sick families, whatever it is. There are people that have that gift. So don't think to yourself, well, who am I? I don't have anything to offer. Everybody has something to offer. It's a matter of finding out what your gift is and how you can use it to serve him. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. And so I think that, you know, like I said, I, I know that I have certain gifts. I've taken a spiritual gift test. Have you ever taken a spiritual gifts test? Jane? I have not taken a spiritual gifts test. We will I have should. to do that and, and yeah. talk about it. I did it on when I did made for more on the other podcast that I did, but I think it's always something that is great to do and to refresh. And maybe that's something we can look at doing this week so we can see what your gifts and talents are, where God's called you and see if that lines up with a lot of the things that you've done in your life. I know for me, whenever I've taken it, I'm always like, oh yeah, that's obvious, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you that what I think that the Lord has given me and I know it's inspiring, encouraging, uh, you know, as for gifts, I think there's gifts and then there's talents. Um, and so I know for gifts, I know it's, it's to encourage people. It's to inspire. It's to excite. It's to, um, to motivate. I feel very like, uh, I feel like I'm, I like to motivate people and as for gifts. I know that I can sing. I know that I can, um, or talents, I should say as for talents, I know that I can sing. I know that I had built a skill up, yes. uh, in knowing parts on singing. Um, so I have that. So I know that those talents go well with the gifts that God has given me, which is inspiring, encouraging them. Who doesn't get encouraged when you're singing? Everybody gets inspired by the music, you know? And, um, so I know for sure that those are some of the things. And also I do like to greet and greet new people. Mm -hmm. I like meeting new people. It's exciting for me. Um, I'm the type of person that's a greeter. I, I don't greet people at the church, but mm-hmm. I do in our Sunday school class. I'm like, Hey, I'm Jamie. How yeah. you doing? So I'm always the person that likes to break the ice. Yeah. I don't like people to feel left out. And I think that's something you have too. You're the same way. Yeah. And I think that's why we mess so well together in high school Absolutely. because we, we're, we're sensitive to people and we're, we have that gift of sensitivity yeah. Uh, for people. And I know that goes with having the Holy spirit Absolutely. and, um, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And, and I, I agree, you know, I, um, and I know I'm, that's one of my gifts. I'm an encourager. Um, mm-hmm. and it just to cheer people on, mm-hmm. uh, to tell them you can do it. I sound like water boy a lot from that movie, yeah. do it, but uh, it, it's truth. You know, um, yeah. people need to be encouraged. People need to be empowered. There are a lot of people who have a lot of self-doubt, but that's just the enemy. Don't let him give you yeah. that self-doubt. Don't re- refuse yeah. it, reject it in Jesus yeah. name. You know, you're called mm-hmm. to so much more, but I just want to encourage everybody today. Find out where are you serving? Are you serving? That's the question. What are you doing with the gifts, Mm -hmm. the talents and the abilities that the Lord has given you? And are you using them for his kingdom and his glory? Are you overusing them? Are you expecting too much from yourself? Are you expecting too much from others around you? Are Um, you too scared to step out and let God use you? I mean, there's a whole, there's all kinds of different people, but ask yourself those questions, read Matthew 25 and, and understand that that isn't yes. just about an investment in finances. This is an investment mm-hmm. in the kingdom. And what are we doing for yes. God? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that as we begin to step into those areas, then God honors us and he blesses us, but you got to do it with balance. Just like you were saying, Jamie, it's got to mm-hmm. be done with balance. Cause if we're yes. all balanced, yeah. And, you know, I made the mistake years ago. I served, I served, I served. Listen, man, I was at the church probably five mm-hmm. days a week. Easy. That yeah. was Saturday. That was a Wednesday night for sure. And I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking on a Wednesday night. I was there at four o'clock. I wasn't there at like, you know, seven for service. No, so I'm showing up at 4 a.m. 4 oh Lord, not 4 a.m. 4 p.m. Yeah. You know, and I'm helping cook and I'm helping do all these things. And then um, I'm there two or three other days a week helping with different ministries And I allowed my relationship with God to go by the wayside because that replaced my time with the Lord in my eyes. And that was so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So wrong. And I felt it. I felt it in my spirit, man. And the Lord, thank goodness for his gentle correction, brought me back into alignment and balance with him to where I could step back in to 
understanding. I don't have to do it all. I thought, good Lord, I thought I could be a part of the creative arts team, the worship team, the choir, uh, youth. Well, see, the thing is, is you grew up and you were a PK. I mean, I grew up doing it all. So I thought I still had to do it all. You, you, you know, it's kind of like, okay, like a farm, right? So you have kids and they work the farm with you. That's what your kids do. It's a part of the Yep. how we work here in the family. And so that's, as a PK, you did the same thing. Yes, yes. Instead of working a farm, you were working, you know, fishers of men and yes. you're, you're building in that way, but you can get burnt out, Very. Burnt you know, out. and you can, it becomes less, it becomes more of a job yeah. instead of this relationship that, that blooms. Now you, I, you have gained a lot of experience with this though. You have gained so much experience and knowing. And so there, I've known a lot of PKs growing up a lot. And it's always the same thing. It's like they, they've been burnt out. They get burnt out. Serving becomes your God is what yeah. happens. It becomes yeah. an idol. You serve yeah. because that's what you think you have to do to receive the approval, not only of your parents, but also the approval of the church, because the oh, church yeah. looks to see what, what your pastor's kids are doing. You know, and it's a lot of pressure. Oh, it is. And it gets ingrained in you. And, um, you know, I'm still learning. Listen, I've, I've learned again over the past two years, just let it go. It's not your responsibility. Somebody came to me about something at Easter and I just was like, well, I said, I hear your concern, but listen, that's not your area. You're not hosting this event. It's not my area. I'm not going to get involved where I don't need to. I haven't been asked to help. Let's just let yeah. that person handle that area. It's going to be okay. <laughs> well, what if it failed? I know that was hard. I know. Good. And I said, I know. it's okay. It's still okay. But it's a reflection. I said, no, it's not. Just let it go. And I've really had to learn to not only tell myself that, but to tell other people that. And not in a derogatory no, way of, well, if they fail, they fail. No, let them do it. Yeah, that, that might be their gift. Yeah. It and let them the- learn. Yeah. Sometimes when you try to do it all, you're actually preventing someone from stepping in and fulfilling using the gifts and talents. God's you go. That's right. You got your big old butt in the way. Yep. And you don't belong there. <laughs> all <laughs> right. You're bringing, you're bringing back the nineties here. <laughs> I don't want to get that song out of my head. But truthfully, uh, when you think about uh, it, yeah. you know, I bet God sometimes looks at us and it's like, what are you doing? Get your butt out of my way and let yeah. me move. Would you let so-and-so do it? It's you're not called to do it, but you think you're the only one who can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, I'm, that's me. That's Chanda saying that God says things like that. I, because that's how I feel my relationship with God is at times where he's very real with me. And he just kind of looks at me and he's like, girl. Would you just, please, would you just shut up, get out of my way, let me do what I need to do. I've got people lined up to do this. It wasn't Chanda who was called to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why doing those tests, like you said, the spiritual tests, I think is so important for the body of Christ. So they know where they fit, where they fit. Because a lot of times they don't really know they, they need something on paper to say, oh, that's my gift. That, Cause I love that. Yes. And yes. they never really tapped into it. They never really, because they had no idea because they obviously they probably work a full-time job and they're probably like, I don't know where I fit and I don't have time to think about it, you know? And, um, but I yeah, mean, those kind of tests are good. They are. They're excellent that way. And I really, like you said, I think that every church should do it because I have seen people come into the body. They want to be a part, they want to be involved and they don't know where to get involved. So do you know what they do? They get involved in everything. They get their hand in every pie. And then what happens is they burn out. And so it's balanced leaders that look at them and say, listen, you're new. I want you just to sit in this area right now. Let's not get involved in anything else. That's all I want you to do. I want you to get locked in and focus in that area. And if that's not your calling in the next three months, if when you've served in that area, you say, ah, this isn't for me, that's okay. And we'll try something else out, but you don't need to be a part of the worship team, the children's ministry, youth ministry, the women's ministry, the decoration committee, you know, the potluck committee. You don't need to do all of that. Yeah, I'm exhausted just by you saying all that list, I'm sitting here like, 
too much too much me too that's too much i just say ain't nobody got time for that but listen you know guys check out check out your um what we'll do is jamie and i will do our spiritual gifts test this next week we'll put it out there for you um to check the link out we'll put it in the bio but uh, you know one of the big things is just read matthew 25 check it out what is god calling you to do or has he called you to do and uh, my chickens my chickens are going crazy sorry they're going crazy out here one of my my little chickens tiny got a hold of a salamander and is like flinging it around. oh my word <laughs> i think that's yeah, time to wrap it up so we can save the they're salamander running, they're running oh my gosh she's running around with that thing but you know what guys just wrangling some freedom kind of like tiny is wrangling that well we love you all be blessed and find out what your spiritual gifts and talents are and use them for his glory all right y'all see ya oh my goodness and you can find that at www.silvermansound.com we also want to thank goodman ministries for all of their financial support for this podcast now don't you forget to saddle up sit back and wrangle in freedom this week